Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. On this President's Day, we're checking in with Brian Hayden at the Buffalo History Museum to look at Buffalo's history with U.S. presidents. You know, it seems, Brian, that outside of Washington, D.C., Buffalo might have the most presidential connections. Would you agree? Absolutely, Susan. I mean, I think you don't really have to look further than our presidential history to really, you know, understand how Buffalo is such a significant city in American history. You know, the lives of several presidents, you know, directly intersected with our city you could really argue, you know, that the road to the White House often led through Buffalo uh, in, you know, throughout the 19th century. So, you know, in our museum, we have artifacts related to Millard Fillmore and to Grover Cleveland, who each spent, you know, formative years of their lives here um, before they became president. And we also, you know, share the history uh, from the 1901 Pan American Exposition, which was where uh, President William McKinley was assassinated. And then, of course, Theodore Roosevelt subsequently came to Buffalo uh, to take the oath of office in 1901. Yeah, that to me is a very fascinating time in Buffalo's history, that Pan Am Exposition in 1901, as you mentioned. That event drew massive crowds at the time to Buffalo. I mean, it was like the World's Fair. Um, President McKinley was visiting Buffalo for the Pan Am Exposition, and was assassinated here. What do you know about that time? What kind of artifacts do you have at the museum to represent this? Yeah, I mean, our our continuum exhibit really relays, you know, those tense days in September of 1901, where, you know, the president was shot um, by an anarchist, Leon Sholgosh, and you know, for a number of days, the nation remained on edge on whether, you know, he was going to survive or not, and he ultimately succumbed to his injuries. So we actually have uh, the gun on display uh, that Sholgosh used to assassinate President McKinley, and that was in the Temple of Music, which is uh, on, you know, around where present-day uh, Fordham Drive is, just a few blocks north of our museum. We also have the handkerchief that... Uh, that Sholgosh used to conceal the gun, and even some of the surgical instruments that were used on McKinley when uh, the doctors tried to perform surgery on him. So really just a number of uh, pretty amazing artifacts from this extraordinary and tumultuous period in American history you know, that took place right here in our city. Right. And if I recall, wasn't it expected that he would survive the gunshot wound? 
Yeah, we even have a, a you know, at that time, there were a number of uh, ribbons being made that people could sort of pin to their attire. In uh, one of them said, you know, the president survives. Uh, it was sort of a quick turnaround ribbon that was made uh, to kind of reassure the public at the time. Um, so, you know, he, he was in the Milburn House, which is where President Day uh, Canisius High School is at Delaware and West Ferry, uh, but then he ultimately developed an infection after about a week uh, and took a turn for the worse and died. And so Theodore Roosevelt was, uh, you know, vacationing with his family in the Adirondacks and had to rush to Buffalo to take the oath of office. And of course, that's where the Theodore Roosevelt inaugural site is on Delaware Avenue. Um, we actually have in our collection, it's not on display right now, but uh, the coat that Ansley Wilcox uh, lent Theodore Roosevelt on the day that uh, he became president. So that's another sort of slice of history in our collection related to the presidents. Right. And then, of course, the Wilcox Mansion is a, a president, national presidential uh, site. What's left from the Pan Am Exposition in terms of buildings that are here in Buffalo? I, I think that your building, the History Museum, is one of them. Yeah, I mean, in terms of, you know, permanent structures, uh, the museum is really the last remaining landmark uh, from the exposition. Uh, We were the New York State building during the Pan Am Exposition. And, uh, you know, so a number of, like, displays and exhibits related to New York State's story, you know, were in our building in 1901. But most of the exposition buildings, no matter how magnificent they looked in black and white photos, you know, they were not intended to last. And, and so much of the fairgrounds, you know, were, were demolished in that winter after uh, the exposition. But our building, you know, the Historical Society at the time made an agreement that, you know, the New York State Building would be built to last. And so we get to have this magnificent National Historic Landmark where uh, we share the story of Buffalo and its from this incredible moment in our city's history as well. Uh, Brian, you have an exhibit this week at the museum, Presidential Palooza. What does that include? Yeah, so we brought out some of our more unusual presidential artifacts for a a special temporary display that even includes a piece of wedding cake that was from Grover Cleveland's 1886 White House wedding to Buffalonian Francis Folsom. Uh, we have a, it's really, you know, presidential programming for kids and families to come by during the February break. So like there'll be a scavenger hunt to look for the different presidential artifacts in our museum. We have special, you know, presidential themed uh, tours in our museum on Wednesday, Thursday and Friday of, of the coming week. And uh, really just uh, looking to highlight, you know, Buffalo's ties to the White House and, and the rich presidential history we have here. Wow, a piece of wedding cake. How in the world has that been preserved? <laughs> so it was uh, something similar to like a fruit cake uh, that was served in 1886, and it was heavily steeped in alcohol. And so that's the only reason, um, you know, it remains to this day. Uh, not recommended for consumption, but. At the same time, uh, you know, we were able to bring it back out. It's probably the last time for several years where we will bring it out because uh, it's in a rather fragile state. 
And so uh, we need to just uh, to ensure its care. Uh, if, if you want to see Grover Cleveland's wedding cake, uh, this is the week to see it. Wow, that is really, really interesting. I've just got one more question for you. Do people come here to Buffalo because of our presidential connections? Does this, is this become a destination? Yeah, there's no question that I think, you know, we've become a destination for presidential history buffs. You know, the, the, the history we have, I think, especially related to the transition of power that took place here in 1901, um, you know, only a handful of sites outside the nation's capital have that kind of history in the United States. So it's a story, I think, that we're sharing uh, in a more compelling way than ever before. And, uh, you know, we're always excited to welcome visitors who are eager to discover that story. Brian, thank you very much. Susan, thanks so much for having me. Brian Hayden from the Buffalo History Museum. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.